0: Welcome to Deep Space Nine, the doesn't podcast Rediscover, discover and or rediscover the classic Star Trek series, The Deep Space. I know. With me, as always, is Sarah Becker. How are you,
1: Sarah? Getting a little sleepy. <laughs> Need more coffee? <laughs>
0: we're on our third of three straight recordings so uh, excuse me for starting to get a little loopy and with us as well is peter Dancy. how are you peter
2: uh i just refilled my um thermos what do i call this a thermos i'm calling it a thermos my thermos of water so i am hydrated because yeah. i don't drink yeah. enough
0: water and <laughs> yeah, drink more water mm. and i'm your host ben and i uh, ate a burrito that was good oh, nice. Alright. next up. Uh, This week we are talking about Season 7, Episode 21, and Episode 22, which are When It Rains, and "Tacking into the Wind." So first up is When It Rains. We begin on the station as General Martok details how the only ship to survive the slaughter of the Second Battle of Chintaka was the Ritaran, which happened to change an element of their layout that made them immune to the Breen weapon. Martok has ordered all Klingon ships to use this method, but the fix does not work for Federation or Romulans, which makes the Klingons the most important fleet of the fight at the moment. Martok is happy, though, that he is awarded the Star of Kalis, the highest honor in the Klingon military that is personally given to him by the Chancellor Gowron, who arrives in person on DS9. After some booze and bloodletting, Gowron reveals bigger news, that he is relieving Martok as commander of the Klingon fleet and will take a more personal command of the armed forces. Martok acts pleased, but he is distressed and worried Gowron is doing this for the wrong reasons. Worf urges Martok to fight back against this, but Martok notes he will never want it for power, just the ability to command, and that Gowron is more of the crafty politician type. He will serve his nation in honor of the fallen dead, even though he agrees with Worf that Gowron is not the best tactician. In their first battle planning, Gowron suggests an extremely aggressive attack instead of holding the line against the Dominion invasion, while the Federations and Romulans figure out the Breen weapon. Worf and Martok try to convince Garon otherwise, but he overrules them, and Martok and Worf's suspicions grow. On the station as well, Dr. Bashir decides to put his work to finding a way to figure out how to grow new organs by examining Odo's structural matrix, which greatly would help the injured war effort. Working off Peace of Odo, also named Odo's first solo album... (laughs) Bashir discovers something crazy, that Odo is also infected with the disease that is killing off the other changelings. <gasps> Working with O'Brien, they assume the disease was spread to Odo when he did the nasty with the female changeling. But they asked for Odo's medical records from Starfleet Medical to be sure. However, Bashir gets worse treatment on the phone for medical than I get when I try to cancel my cable, with the head officer saying that Bashir is endangering the entire war effort. Cisco, however, does get access to the files, but Bashir, who has perfect recall, recognizes the scans as the original ones done by Odo's discoverer, Dr. Mora. They realize it would take a major conspiracy to fake this, and who else but that dastard day, Section 31, and Sloan. Now the duo working in secret discover a shocking truth, that Odo's had a dormant version of the disease for three years, long before any reported signs in the Founders. This means that Section 31 created the diseased and used Odo as a carrier to genocide the entire founder race. Dun, dun, dun. They determine the only course of action is to get Sloane or someone else from Section 31 here and interrogate them. Meanwhile, Sisko assigns Kira, Garrick, and Odo to meet with the Cardassian defectors led by Damar, despite Kira's hatred of Damar for that whole, you know, murder and Seattle thing. Sisko, however, is adamant that it must be her, as the Cardassians are now in the same position as the Bajorans during the occupation, and he's trading in sabotage and espionage and all the good-ages. On the way, Odo is given the bad news of his diagnosis, but he continues on steadfast. Damar rejects this, but in a fuck-you-that's-why move, Sisko gives Kira a battlefield commons commission as a Starfleet commander, and my girl looks hot in the uniform. While Damar hesitantly welcomes Kira, Rousseau and the others do not, and even ins- insinuate that Odo was a collaborator, which enrages Kira. Kira begins to teach the Cardassians the tools of the trade, but they seem uneasy with the extreme she asks for, including killing of the non-revolting Cardassians that get in their way. Also, Odo is starting to see early symptoms from the disease, but he tries it to hide it from the others, including Kira. Oh my god, how much plot can they fit into one episode? Woo! Alright, last storyline. Okay, during all that craziness, there's still the possibility of a coming apocalypse to deal with, as Kai, Nguyen is really into this evil book. And you know, if you kill a guy to have to read a book, it better be compelling. Win is taking her time, but Dukat has become antsy, demanding she speed this whole end times up thing. He asks to read the book many times, but Win reminds him that she's super special chosen one, and no one can read my special book with me, so men. Impatient, Ducat sneaks into the Kai's room and opens the book, and it gets a big old laser to the face and is stricken blind, Old Testament style, baby. Kyle enjoys. Kai Kaiwin enjoys the new power she has over Ducat, but when the doctors find no physical ailments for Ducat's blindness, she determines that it must be a test for him. And for now, he will be sent out to the streets with no money to beg on the streets till he learns humility, or at least until Win can get his nagging ass out of her hair. What do we think of when it rains? So much. So much blood. So much. So much, plot. So much. So much plot. How they fit it all like 40 minutes? Jesus Christ. i don't know this is
1: one of those where yes there was so much plot but i only had like a couple of notes but it was because i was so engrossed in the story the whole time that i wasn't thinking about notes
2: like i was just trying to keep up with everything that was happening that it's like i think if i had taken notes i would have missed something anyway
1: Mm -hmm.
0: it's that old uh Joke where it's just like this is happening, this is happening, and the prom is tomorrow. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like this eight <laughs> yeah. million plot lines, and it's oh uh, man, so much is happening. It is amazing to me. This episode wasn't like chaotic; it was actually very enjoyable. Yeah, it was good sequences. It's just it's, I, I don't know how they did it. I don't know how they had so much plot, but then they just still managed to just keep everything moving and not feel mm-hmm. a huge mess.
1: Now see if they had just spread us a little bit of this plot out over some of the earlier episodes we wouldn't have had to have all of that Worf and Esri business.
0: This is also literally, literally that. <laughs> we could definitely replace some of those times. Choices. Maybe that Hollow sweet heist episode. Maybe lose that one as
3: well. Oh yeah. Maybe oh my god, yeah.
0: Lose that one. Spread this out to 12 episodes. Just give it more space. Um... I really want to start. There's so many things. Let's start with Dr. Bashir. That's probably our biggest surprise of the episode. If you mm-hmm. think it was revealed that Section 31 is the source of all the evil.
1: Although, I do... I wonder um, that, that last sentence in your summary of um, where they decide they're going to try to kidnap That somebody. might be next episode. I think that is the next episode. Mm. Yeah, yes. I was looking there and I realized
0: there wasn't much Bashir and O'Brien. I think that's all they do the next episode, so... Yeah. yeah,
1: that's okay. It's coming up.
0: Yeah, um, but yes, we, but we do learn that Section Thirty-One created the disease. This episode. And, uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes. Those motherfuckers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's so devious. My God.
0: Mm-hmm. It is, and it's something we've dealt with before in a very great TNG episode where they discover there is a computer glitch that they could put inside the mind of the Borg and would cause all the Borg to die
3: yes and
0: Picard has to deal with this of is it right to kill a technically sentient yeah sentient
1: yeah sentient intelligent
0: creature but one that's hell-bent on destroying what we consider to be life and the idea of choice and the way of our life you know yeah um because they would certainly kill us all if they could, you know. But we're better than, and, and uh, that's where section. why Section Thirty-One is so devious because they don't have to have those moral arguments; they just do it. just <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they. <It's>
2: like, ah! <laughs> yeah, um, God fuck, like when, 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 when it when it when comes to, when it comes to Section Thirty-One, I, I keep I keep making um, I keep making. Internal references to 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 the to the original Mass Effect trilogy of of of, it, of video games. Um, mm. What 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 was the na- what was the name of that guy who, who who was like who was who was over the organization that like that like what was best for humanity, but like but had no problem like like fu- like fucking over everyone else. Um,
0: the something
2: man something man like yeah the
0: illuminated man or the, something man
2: something like that but yeah uh, but yeah it, no, it's, it's it's interesting that you that you bring up um but you bring up uh a tng with 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 the, with the with the board with the board because because um because in in, uh, in mass effect 3 there, there there was there was literally a side plot where where as the player if you want to there 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 is there is this uh sentient robot alien race in in Mass Effect that that, that was that was created by another alien race in the game called the Geth and, and and one of the missions in Mass Effect 3 is that you can either like have them like come together and like coexist and be fine or you can just wipe them out and it's like which one do you choose
0: and it is wisely very very hard to get them the like a lot of things yeah yeah it's very very easy just to decided about to all the game which i think is interesting yeah i get it. it's like yeah, the the moral high ground is very difficult yeah and,
2: and to and to that to that i was I, i'm actually i'm just to kind of brag on myself I was, I was actually surprised that i that i was able to just naturally have that happen like i didn't look up anything i just i somehow was able to pull that shit off the invisible man that's what his name was
0: invisible
2: man, yeah, yeah. yeah sloan was is the sloan by, uh... is the invisible man of star trek
0: oh still Absolutely. And, but not voiced by March. <laughs> Ching. <Chee. laughs> it's just weird that he's like the main bad guy in that show, but he's also the voice of uh, uh, of uh,
1: Eyewitness Videos. Mm, so it's mm, just like
3: my
0: childhood is mm. being like, yeah. you have to go kill everyone. Yeah, Mark is the voice of Eyewitness Videos.
1: Oh man, I love those. Mm hmm. Doo-doo-doo-doo.
3: <laughs>
1: such a it's catchy stuck. theme song
0: yes oh love it um yeah it's it's very interesting and it's certainly appropriate and i just feel so bad for
3: <laughs> <I laughs>
0: oh when he finds out he was a carrier and like Started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oof, that no, sucks. no.
2: Uh, no, no. So, so, so speaking of which, um, I don't know if either one of you thought of this, but when, but, but, when, but when they were like, oh wait, Odo's the carrier. My mind, after like the rest of the Change Things, my mind was just like, oh shit, loss. Mm. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Loss has a two, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That poor dudes out there somewhere. And he's just going to start
2: slowly dying, and he'll have no idea
0: why. <sighs> that stinks. Poor guy. Um, yeah, and and it's very devious of them to just assume wisely that eventually Odo is going to find another changeling and merge with him, and it's going to carry on. And I'm like, oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that just by their very nature, they want to link. That's how the disease spreads.
1: Like an STD, but for yeah, I mean,
0: there's like
2: it follows. My God,
0: just to be clear, I don't think this is true, but it kind of goes along with this theory that, that uh, AIDS was created by the government. You don't sort of idea like how do you right. kill a population with a created basically sexually transmitted disease? You know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so I thought that was a very cruel and devious thing to do, and I thought uh, so evil. Section thirty one, so deliciously evil. To go along with that evilness of just enjoying like it's fun when the uh, x-files evil organization you're like, mmm, they're so good
1: Damn. i don't know i uh th- this is this is probably just purely a personal thing but like it's cool when kai win does it but maybe because section 31 is like this evil branch of an overarching government it's actually scary to me.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: It's 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 not like a no, but yes. It's just a no. No. Right. <laughs> I'm afraid. Make it stop.
2: Yeah, because 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 with Kai Wen, it's like it, it it's with with her. It's her. She she is she is abusing her power. Whereas with Section Thirty One, they are literally doing exactly what they were set up to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep.
2: And like and Save their and the their federation fa- under any means. Yeah, yep. like and, and their founding goes back <laughs> to the Federation itself. That's that that's what makes totally them scary.
0: Plays into like the the like sort of CIA you NSA know, they versions they're doing, which is you know how the CIA operated for a while, which is like, let's just assassinate this guy and then see what happens. And it always went terribly. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's a similar thing of what if we killed all the founders? What would happen? To the Dominion, uh, I'd imagine it would be bad. I think it would when the war wouldn't be over. I think it would just be a bunch of Jim hadar and Breen and Cardassians all fighting each other and then warlords and all kinds of nonsense so uh-huh. um but yes it's a it's a very interesting conspiracy angle that they fit into this episode uh so let's talk now about Kai Win I mentioned her a little while ago yeah uh she gets. Power over to Kat again and she likes it. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She is so fucking excited when he's blinded, it's the best. She's just like, yeah. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs>
3: but
0: she's like so done with him at this point. I love how like he like lied to her under false pretenses, he's like, we can still like bang, right? She's like, No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like what is
2: wrong Are you with you? Me?
0: <laughs> so when she shows up there's that great scene where like she comes in he's blind and he's like are you there and she just like waits a little bit <laughs> yeah I'm here
2: <laughs> and she and she like she, wait, love, she waits and such st- a
0: fucking and she like waits until he thinks she's do, like do, gone mm-hmm. oh, my God. what were you gonna say Peter
2: no I, I was I was, say, I was say I was saying she waits until until he thinks that she, like no one's there and he starts to sit down she's like yep yep yep
0: so mean so <laughs> mean but it's such a kind of thing where like she's been like with the Rays for like two weeks and already she's like I'm holier than you so you need to go get all holified I don't know what's mm-hmm. your problem I can look at the book fine it's not my problem <laughs> she's so tired of shit she's like go on the street and beg why don't you have fun with that Then yep. again this is like just reserve to that's what you get to cut?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, this is this is an interesting this that was an interesting turn, in in in, in um I, I I won't I won't say redemption because it is in no way redemption. Uh, his post broken brain arc for Dukat it's like you were it's like you were blinded by the very paw wraiths who put you in this position, and now she just out of dickishness is like, gonna kick you out in the street, bye. They'll be kind. They they will be kind to you and take pity on you. So don't worry. You'll be all right.
0: Yeah, he she buys Felicia's. Uh, yep. Cat and it's and he's and
2: and he and he's too blind. He's too blind and, and like just in shock to say bye, Craig.
0: Would you say that he was blindsided?
2: Oh my god! Hey! Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I'm done. Yep. I yeah, got two more fucking things to go through. Let's <laughs> talk about the Klingons. Oh yeah. If, yeah. If life wasn't hard enough, Gowron decides to throw his big dick around and have a fucking pissing contest. God damn it! <laughs> Not the time. Like,
2: like who, I, who who said it? I, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty. I, I I'm pretty sure it was it was Worf who was like, "Yeah, well." he sees shit going well now so why would he not want to be the one to step in and say yeah look at me and everything that i helped y'all do and it's like uh, dude just win the fucking war
0: I know. don't I'll get more into it next episode but uh yeah it's 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 purposely infuriating but this is when it's not fun I was sarah but this is what i'm like no right
2: Stop. it's it's like dude, it's, this is not the time to pull a peter quill peter quill in, in avenger's infinity war this is not it's the not time. all about
0: you yeah-
2: pa- pass the fin- like cross the finish line first, then celebrate and be a, and and be and be like look at me
0: for sure and uh it's it's uh, damn again <laughs> that's all I can really say. Uh, it gets more there's more that gets into next episode but uh and then last uh but not least we have uh Kira and odo he's so sad we'll get more into his disease later disease is very convenient <laughs> it's very much a very movie disease where like why has it not affected him for all these years, but now all of a sudden it affects him way harder than ever? Yeah.
2: Else yeah.
0: Uh, whatever. Um, but it's just so sweet. Poor Odo. He's just such a stand up guy. <laughs> he just
3: can't.
0: Mm-hmm. He just can't.
3: It
2: just sucks. I think the rest
0: is all just really more set up for, for our big blow up next episode. That yes. Yeah, that's. There's nothing to say other than uh, Kieran's Starfleet uniform once again. Mm-hmm. Love it. And she's a commander too. That girl goes up like two pips right away. Like yeah.
2: immediate.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, she deserves it. Mm-hmm. Was well, there anything else you want to say for this episode?
3: No.
1: Nah. no nah, I'm ready to get yeah. on to the next one. Got Dude. stuff to say.
2: Stuff yet stuff interesting. Very interesting.
0: <laughs> Very interesting. Alright, so next up we have Tacking into the Wind. Uh, I just want to say, I looked up the name of this and I thought it was very clever. Um, it is a term from sailing.
3: Mm-hmm. Since you
0: cannot sail upwind, it's physically impossible. What you do is you tack, which is you turn your ship to the side and hit the wind from the side, causing you to change directions, causing you to go forward by kind of doing a zigzag as you yeah. mm-hmm. use the wind to propel you forward. So, And that's exactly what happens. People go... Right to perform. I thought that was a very good title. All right. So on Deep Space Nine, all is well. It's Taco Tuesday. Now, just kidding. So much more plot. Yeah, you know, things aren't bad enough. The Klingons, who remember the only ships immune to the breed weapon, are now commanded by Gowron, who just lost the major defeat, which he blames on Martok for not pushing his troops harder, despite Martok being outnumbered six to one and receiving major injuries. Cisco agrees with Martok and Worf. The attack was complete waste. But Garon does not budge. Sisko and Worf discuss how Garon's motivations are political as Martok has gained in popularity and Garron fears he's losing grip as Chancellor. Worf goes to Martok to convince him to take Garon on in a duel to take the position of Chancellor for himself. Martok refuses saying he is not of noble blood and does not scheme even in times of desperation. Worf meets with Ezri who shows no signs of sympathy with his plight going full Kylo Ren saying that the past should die and the old Klingon ways need to go with them. She asks Worf when was the last time he respected a chancellor, and with that Worf does not know. As long as good people like Worf stick with the old tradition, she says, then they are not worth it. At the next meeting, Gowron introduces his latest very, very, very bad idea, to have a direct assault on one of the most heavily fortified positions. Martok obviously protests, but is shot down, so Worf finally stands up and challenges Gowron to go beyond the Thunderdome up in the in the duel, Gowron scores more blows and an epic smash through glass, which I'm always in favor of. But Worf surprises him with a gut stab, and Gowron is dead. Worf is appointed High Chancellor, but of course in classic Worf fashion, he is only in that position for like 30 seconds as he abdicates the cape to Martok, who protests but accepts the position as the new linger of the Klingon Empire. Meanwhile on the front lines, Kira's attempts to teach the Cardassian subtlety and tact is going to battle, as well as you'd expect. Even worse, the disease has progressed rapidly in Odo, who collapses out of sight into a pretty gross, flicky mess. But is caught by Garrick, who promises to keep his secret. Kira hatches a plan to sneak into a Dominion space station to steal a gem at our ship with the Breen weapon, with hopes of finding a weakness. Garrick suggests that she not bring Odo, but she reveals she already knows how bad it is and to let him keep up the charade for her. Things are also not going well with Rousseau, who continues to question Kira's motives leading to them exchanging blows. After the fight, Garrick warns Kira that Rousseau will only get more dangerous if she was wise, she'd kill him before it gets worse. Damar learns that the Dominion have found and executed his family, who had nothing to do with the rebellion. He wonders aloud what monsters kill innocents, and Kira just can't let that shit slide, and asks, yeah, who would do this? She feels bad, but Garrick knows that they need a leader like that who can take the humility she just gave him. Pulling a classic Chewbacca move, they take Kira as a fake prisoner, and with a little Odo help, they kill all those aboard the Chifredar vessels and take command. However, they are too early and need to stall for 45 minutes till the breed finish installing the weapon. Odo begins deteriorating in front of everyone, causing Rousseau to demand to kill him for fear of getting caught. Everyone pulls their gun on everyone else, and Rousseau demands Damar pack him up, but instead, surprising everyone, Damar kills Rousseau. Damar is he had to go that far, the Cardassians will never survive if the racist fearful past doesn't die too. They escape with the Breen weapon and the Kif hangers continue what do you think of tacking into the wind.
1: This is so good.
2: It was so fucking good.
1: So many so,
3: things. Gross. It was so gross.
2: Oh my god. Um, oh
1: so- and also this is actually the one where um, Miles is like let's capture someone from section 31 okay, no, yeah, actually, yeah. and interrogate yes. them. Yes. yes,
0: there wasn't there's was only like two scenes, so I didn't put mm-hmm. them in the a run now, but two run. Right. That's when they were like, We must catch her and like, yes. Now we have yes. a plan, Which okay let let's, next episode let,
2: let's let's just let's just say we have a cure and see who shows up.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes, that's our plan. So say they have a cure and then uh hopefully someone's gonna come uh come come a kill him and they're gonna snatch him. Snatch and grab. Them. Tackle and grab. Them. Yeah.
1: Alright, let's start with the Klingons.
0: What do you think of Yes Dude. We must say goodbye to dear Galron, who's been with us since TNG. Yeah.
1: I, I, I like Galron. Like, whenever he would, you know, not be there for a season and then show up, I was always like, yay, Galron. And like, I understand why Worf had to take him down, but I liked him.
0: I did too. And it is sad that they have taken him down. I like there's a little bit of weight to that. Especially like that Worf does the Klingon death scream with him. That yes. Yeah. yeah. Open that was his cool. Eyes and, ah. So they still show honor to him. Felt he had to go, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he's been around. And he had the best eyes, Gowron Yeah, so so I think expressive. that's part you of why eyes. I liked him.
1: He's just kind of a small dude, but really intense looking.
0: Which is, so he'd funny. always turn and be like, eyes like these lemur eyes. I was like, ah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also again, I was like, I loved it, but was also slightly offended on on Gowron's behalf when Worf was challenging him, he's like, You rule without wisdom or honor. It's just like
0: eh. Like Oh my God. <laughs> See uh Elizabethan slapping someone with a with a <laughs> with a open Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh! yeah. No I, I, but um but what what the what the whole what the Klingon plot uh, plot in this episode, I it, it was it was inter- it was interesting that Worf went to Ezri when he was like, What do you think? Um, what what, what it was like? What What do you think about this? But what also kind of struck me a lot, actually, was um was was how was how she like pointed out to his face. She was like, "You are the most honorable Klingon I know. If you are willing to accept this corruption, what else is going on?" And it really hit for me because 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 um because I was like and like I'm thinking about this like just now like um and uh in between our breaks for recording i like literally just watched an episode where um where uh where, where, don, where don lemon on c on, c, on cnn was seen in was CNN was, was, talk, was talking to was talking to someone and talking to someone um and he was like and he and, and um in regards to uh trump nominating um someone for the supreme court and he was like you're pointing out all of these things that are bad about him that he's done that you're like no this is bad but you still accept him as your leader, do you not see the problem with this?
0: Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great line she has. I really, this is the Ezra I've been wanting Yes. A yes. different Ezra. I really like this idea that she was different from Jazia. So she had that Jazia life. Jazia was very pro-Klingon loved mm-hmm. the Klingons, married a Klingon, very Klingon-like in a lot of her ways. Um, and I liked it as she said, contrasting that. I thought it was very so. So she came from a place of obviously understanding Klingons more than a lot of people could. So she was just an outsider, and she's not technically the same person. She has the memories of Jadzia, so she knows Klingons very well from her past lives. But she is a different person, and I literally liked her statement, which was you know, it was very brutal. Which is, I think the Klingon emperor should die. And you're like, yeah, oh. yeah, oh, it's like. It's, but she really lays it out well, and I thought that whole, like, when was the last time you liked a chancellor? And I was like, that's true. Like, every chancellor in these shows has been a dick at some point. Like, mm-hmm. it's always been... And, like, how many times has poor Worf had to, like, get fucked over and lose his house, and lose his brother, and, like, constantly be for the good of the empire? When, like, at what point is the good of the empire not enough? You know, was that her whole mm-hmm. point, which I thought was really interesting. And this idea of, like, yeah, if if your system is built to prop up the people who are more scheming and more political and more that, then the honorable people are never going to be in charge, and so the marcharchs are always going to be sacrificed and, and never, you know, become the leaders you want them to be. So, oh, yep. That's fascinating. And very accurate right now. Yeah. <laughs> very too accurate. If only, if only real Congress ended in bloody duels. <laughs> <Let's go ahead. laughs> <laughs> Andrew Jackson. T- people hit each other with sticks.
1: I don't know. Um, I mean, there there was that one time this guy got caned.
0: Yeah, oh, that's
1: Charles Sumner, yes.
0: Yeah, crazy.
1: That was my favorite story in my U.S. history class. They're
0: like you just <laughs> see, Granted, beat a guy. With it was it. like a,
1: you know a pro-slavery guy was beating up an anti-slavery guy for slander or something. So of course I'm I'm on you know. Anti-slavery, side. So, but at the same time, it was just so badass that this guy's like, "I've had enough of your shit. I'm gonna beat you up with my cane."
0: It's crazy. It's <laughs> nuts. Uh, yeah, and 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 classic Worf. Yeah. So Why course, do we go back to that? <laughs> always. Of course, Worf is gonna like both be the chancellor. <laughs> and only for, like, the shortest time. Right. Any chancellor's ever been chancellor. <laughs> he has to be the one chancellor that history books like, Worf was chancellor for 30 seconds until he gave up the throne.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: He's that uh, with a John Henry Harrison, was that president that only lasted 30 days and died of the flu, whatever his name was.
1: Maybe. Yeah, he's, um. that.
0: he's that of the Klingon Empire. Now. <laughs> uh, but yes, I will miss Gowron. Crazy eyes. yeah. Though obviously, I want Martok to succeed, but mm-hmm. uh, it was a good run, and I'm very glad he made it all these years. Probably yes. like a decade, I would imagine, in the show. Garo, yeah, probably. Cause he was, yeah, yeah. He's, he's run for all through Deep Space Nine, and I would imagine fairly a couple seasons into TNG. So,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was. yeah, cool.
0: Yes, we're losing a character every episode, I feel like. I
1: Fair Are
0: money. we? Yeah, let's see. We lost the Defiant.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe it's just Defiant and Gowron.
1: Oh, we lost something else. Um, Rusat. Yeah, that yeah. was also Roussot, in yeah. this episode.
2: Yeah, that was in this
0: episode. Yeah. But he was pretty. He just came in with this arc. He wasn't
1: done. Yeah. Fair same
3: enough.
0: Same with Solbor. Solbor wasn't really around until his arc started. Yeah, I guess that's it. You sight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cut dignity. <laughs> um.
1: So <Soul laughs> You might have said that yeah. already. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to think of. We were talking about Gauron's lemur eyes. I'm trying to think of specifically one creature that I watched this. There's this show on Netflix called Round Planet. Mm-hmm. It's like a parody of Planet Earth. Oh, <laughs> and- interesting. Oh, it's great. Uh, well, what, shoot, what's the, the, uh, the, the b- British guy with alopecia who's in all sorts of things? Um, what's his name? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know his name, like, he but he narrates I see his face. it. And it's just, no, David Attenborough doesn't have alopecia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, Gosh, what's his name? Hold on. Easily Googled. But anyway, he's talking about the creatures with the big eyes that I'm thinking of. And there's just one scene where one of them, like, turns around and he says, Amazing! it just works. I love it. Really? Well, what the hell are those creatures?
0: When I think of Gowron, I think of that really hilarious clip where it's like...
1: Matt Lucas is the narrator I'm thinking of. Matt Lucas. Yes, Mm. yes.
0: Um, I think of that clip where it's like this person holding an owl and it's facing away from the camera and it's like, he's so calm and the owl turns around, and it's got <laughs> these giant eyes.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> um But yes, should we talk about Kira and Odo and Tamara's arc? Yes. 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 So first off, poor Odo. He says that the oh, more he shapeshifts, yeah. the worse it gets, so of course, he's shapeshifting like crazy to help the war effort and not give away. He's so sweet. I mean, I kind of wish he would just tell Kira because she could take it, but I get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't give her more things to worry about. And of course, I love love that Kira already knew.
1: Yeah, like, of course she
0: knew. You know, she yes. loves him. Of course, she would already know. You know, any partner.
2: Yes, he's like she. like she pays attention.
1: This critter. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 still on the the big eye thing <laughs> <laughs> tarsiers that's what it is oh yeah
0: yeah yeah he's yeah Gowron is like a tarsier clan all right moving
1: oh. on yes kira knows that odo is sick and it's heartbreaking i'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's been three episodes we're losing our minds okay. <laughs> um yeah it's just uh oh, so sweet so sad but obviously the bigger one is uh Damar, becoming the leader. Yeah. The the, the true leader of the essence is really interesting. I really like that scene. I just love that Kira just can't, you know she's going to say it. Right. You know, as soon as he's like, what monsters would kill innocent women and children? You know she's going to say it, but you can just Mm -hmm. see in her face, just like, don't do it. I, no. Yeah, it, I, it. It, I just got. It. Like, I can't. I can't.
2: It's 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 like it's like when you're halfway through saying something stupid and you realize just how stupid it is, but you can't stop. You're just like I. There's like that immediate regret.
0: Yeah, or, or like Sarah does because she's in a perfect relationship. But people in normal relationships, when they fight, um, <laughs> there's always that one trigger you can go to to really piss them off, and you start saying it, and you know you're just. A dick for saying it but you just you just you have to it. you just have you to, just have yeah. to yeah yeah and that was her she knows that it, like this guy's in pain and he lost his family but she's like i just ooh, from you from you this from you
2: like if it had been anyone else
0: yeah and I, but i liked Garrick's whole point it was really interesting at least like the fact that he took that and he will actually absorb that. That's right. Like, He's not going to. Yeah. Kira said it He's and not he didn't gonna immediately what... punch her. Yes. He just went and He's like, yeah.
2: It's like, you're right. You're right. Okay.
0: I'll
2: see, yeah. see your point.
3: <laughs>
0: and then he kills Rousseau. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it was him who killed him and not Kira. It, it really helps the story. Mm-hmm.
2: To like to like, to to like really, I really nail did down enjoy that he's,
1: Kira beating him up oh, oh my nice.
2: god duh yes. that was the best and then and then Garrick like li- like li- literally walks out of the shadow like out of nowhere yes, in, literally and it's like what do, how long have you been standing there the entire time I've been here for the past 45 minutes And it's like you creep
0: it's full a full of tracks I've got moved for one hour <laughs>
2: It's like, we, it's, like, it's like, we know you're there, but I'm moving very slowly, so you can't see me. No, we can totally see you. Hey, Drax. Damn it. And then Mantis walks up. Hey, Drax, how are you? Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, when Drax tells you to kill someone, you should probably just do it. He knows. Yeah. He
1: knows uh... There was one... This is not relevant to the plot in any way, shape, or form, but it was, I forget if it was Roussat or Damar who said it, but at one point, one of them definitely said, We're all in this together. And all no. I can think about is I just made a little note with little musical notes next to it. <laughs> We're all in this How together. How dare you! <laughs>
2: now I'm singing it in my head. High <laughs> uh, School Musical One, back when Zac Efron was still a twink.
0: Mhm.
2: a twonk. Now, 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 now yeah. he's now he's definitely twunk yeah, He's
0: like, I am not a child. <laughs> I am
2: not a child. <laughs> Basically, you're
1: being Baywatch. <laughs>
0: exactly. He's
2: like, look at my abs. I'm not. I'm. Not, look at me. <laughs> I'm a man. Everyone's just
0: like, mhm. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right,
1: all right. I get it. Jeez. Baywatch, I realized the other day, is on Hulu now, and I was actually really tempted to watch it.
0: I'll tell you, it's it's not great, but it's enjoyable.
1: Exactly. Right? It's, yeah. it's and I, I good think, trash. I think I said that on our Movie Gang uh, podcast review of, of the film. It's like, it is a terrible film. It's absolute trash, but it's trash like. Potato chips. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, I know it's bad, but I like what I'm doing when I eat this. So I'm going to.
0: But yeah. Exactly. And it's like Alexander Daddario's in it. it? And
1: yeah. it's really just an hour and a half of The Rock making fun of Zach Efron. And who doesn't want to see that, really? Honestly, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I
0: mean, that's why the Jason Statham Rock movie is going to make $8 billion. It's just going to be those two. Yes. Mm Jim jamming at each other. It's going to be very enjoyable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, I think other guy. I think he's Donnie. Bad guy. Lots of industry for the bad guy. Uh, I don't remember. (gasps) Mm. I remember very
1: little from it. Just a general feeling of this is trash. But it's funny to watch Zac Efron be made fun of.
2: It's fun trash. (laughs) Yeah.
1: By the Rock.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm gonna need some trash after the show's over. It's, it's great, but it's intense. Yes. I thought I was gonna follow this up with Twin Peaks, but I don't know if I can yet. It's Dude, too, no! Mm, that is the opposite
1: heavy. of lighthearted trash.
0: Exactly. I need especially season
1: two of Twin <laughs> Peaks, or the the most recent season, whatever season. The but I think of them as like very separate entities. So like one is one, and the new one is two.
0: Right, the two separate experiences, I don't know, so to say. Timelines, what
3: whatnot.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I know for sure. And I need to. I need to watch it though. Everyone loves it so much, but it's
1: just tough. Yeah, the, you need to <laughs> have a grace period after Deep Space Nine, and then then we'll talk Twin we Peaks.
3: Yeah.
2: Watch
1: Drunk it. History or something. Drunk History.
2: <laughs> watch yeah. Drunk History. Adam ruins everything. Um, watch uh, Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain.
0: Watch no. Brooklyn Nine Nine for the eighth
2: time. Uh, hey, yes.
3: <laughs>
2: I was going for a look. Oh, at clearly, I was going for a look that clearly didn't work, and it's like, okay. <laughs> all
0: right, I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 this
2: yeah. This episode has been just, off the rails yeah. for far too long. This, this episode was just <laughs> too heavy. We're all just like, can we? Like, can we just, we just want people to be happy.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm getting slow. But it's great. I really enjoyed this episode quite a bit. He said it's very interesting—the the shifting morality of everybody and the surprising turnarounds and the fact that we're at the end game and now we're killing people, and upsetting orders, and shifting characters around. Yeah. And, uh, game of Thrones better do that. <laughs> better not take the easy route now. Now that Star Trek did it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like you better you better man up. Season last season of. T- uh, uh, whatever the fuck show <laughs> I'm so <laughs> broken my brain wow. is gone. it's over it's mush wow. it's all gone alright I'm done <laughs> that's been an episode next week we'll discuss season 7 episode 23 and episode 24 which are extreme measures and the dogs of war as always I want to thank my co host for joining me every week on this journey our theme song is by Captain Meatchill you can check them out on Twitter at cptn underscore our awesome artwork is by Joe Bowen we are part of the Tessie meeting Media Network. You can see more of our shows at TessieChid.com. If you like the show, like, subscribe, or and review it any way that you can. It helps new listeners discover our show. Until next time, this is the Crew Geek Space Nine signing off.
2: Bye, guys.
1: Thanks for listening.